Welcome to the clan! This is a show dedicated to helping singers, songwriters, and indie artists like you create leverage in the music business. As a matter of fact, that's what the climb means, C-L-I-M-B, creating leverage in the music business. We put this together because we want you to win. This podcast exists because we have strategies that will help you move forward in your career. I want to introduce you to my co-host, Mr. Brent Baxter. Brent is an award-winning hit songwriter with cuts by Alan Jackson, Randy Travis, Lady Antebellum, Joe Nichols, and more. He also helps songwriters turn pro by teaching the art, the craft, and what I love, the business of songwriting. You can find Brent very easily at songwritingpro.com. Once again, that's songwritingpro.com. Hey, and I would like to introduce you to my co-host, Johnny Dwinell. Johnny owns Daredevil Production. It's an innovative artist development company. Basically, they help you find your sound and they help you find your audience. Not bad. Two things that artists could use. So not only do they develop and improve your artistry, they also grow and monetize your fan base, creating cash flow. I never know if you're going to chime in with something or not. Anyway, (laughs) Daredevil has worked with multi-platinum artists like Colin Ray, Tracy Lawrence, Ty Herndon, and Andy Griggs, just to name a few. You can find Johnny at DaredevilProduction.com. That's production, singular, no S, because there's only one. Doctor, PhD, in (laughs) stuff. (laughs) In stuff. (laughs) And cocktails. Yes, I can. Johnny. I am a doctor in cocktails, but I am not a doctor of anything else. That's my baby <laughs> sister. She's the physician, not not me, not me, not at all. I don't pretend. I don't try to put that forth. But how you doing, brother? You good? All right. Yeah, I'm good. I'm loopy. I'm, I'm a little loopy too. It's, it's crazy. Been a long time. day, a good day, a blessed mm-hmm. day, but a long day. <laughs> so, uh, man, we're gonna talk about regrets today. Yes, we're going to talk about a couple of my regrets, and uh, hopefully they will help you avoid some of your own. This is not like confession time. Uh, Johnny, it's been one week since my last podcast. and uh, Hold on, wait, no, wait. This, Three Hail Marys and two Our Fathers. Is that, there we go. is that the wrong? I, no, I have no idea because I'm not Catholic. Okay. I don't know how that works. Just throwing that out there. <laughs> Just, I, I have no idea. So, anyway, uh, yeah, we're going to talk about... Uh, some, we're going to talk about something you might regret, and we're going to try and help you avoid that. So this episode is, you'll regret not bringing this to your next co-write. Ooh, Ooh it's a mystery. What could it be? Yep. What could it be? What could it be? All right. A pick? I got my pen ready. All right. You clicking? No, you still don't have a clicker. I don't have a clicker. I'm not that cool. Uh, I'm not in that club. I'm not in the click. Uh, I'm just trying to have to put it down and not click it while we're talking, because I will annoy people. But anyway. <laughs> so, yeah. So first, let me tell you the tale of two co-writes. All right. Both from my early, quote unquote, pro days, you know, when I was starting to get paid for this. Uh, first, let's go with a bad co-write. You want to hear? I want to hear. Come on, gather, gather around. <laughs> the fireplace. Tell us a story, day. Uncle Brent. Let me tell you about a fail. Okay. <laughs> so, we're coming down from the mountaintop. Okay. So, I was signed by Major Bob Music at the time, and a Monday Morning Church had just recently been a top five country hit for Alan Jackson. I know. So, you're so hot. You're hot. Like a sad lesson but it is so in but in spite of having a publishing deal and a hit under my belt i was still pretty much a newbie still trying to figure things out okay i mean i still feel that way to be honest so don't tell anybody but anyway major bob hooked me up 
to co-write with this legit hit songwriter. This guy's had a lot of cuts and hits his credit, and I was honored to be in the room with this with this person. So we met at his publishing company on Music Row. So after a little chit-chat, he got that, that familiar look on his face, and we all know it. It's the one that is followed by, so, you got any ideas? No. No, I really didn't. Chew? <laughs> Didn't, didn't really have any ideas that day. I mean, I had, I had a bunch of hooks and some ideas-ish, but nothing great, right? So nothing I was busting a gut to write. And yeah, I said busting a gut. And apparently, <laughs> I <didn't, laughs> and apparently I didn't have anything that impressed him either, okay? So I, I threw out several shoulder shruggers, you know? You throw it out in that kind of shrug of the shoulder. And finally, he said, man, we need an idea like that Monday morning church. Well, too bad I must have left my stack of Monday morning church ideas at home because <laughs> I didn't have any more, at least none that was framed up and, and ready to go, right? So we chatted some more. We eventually moved out to the porch where he smoked a cigarette, and I watched my hopes of making a good impression going up and smoke too. And eventually we called it a day. So uh, we called it a day. I called it a failure preparation on my part because uh, we've never written again. I mean, for me, I was just kind of embarrassed and in no hurry to risk, you know, that kind of embarrassment again. Like, okay, well, I just won't, <laughs> won't try again. And it was a fail. Let me tell you about a good co-write. All right. So I met Byron Hill at Chad Green's ASCAP Country Workshop. And if I remember correctly, it was Carla Wallace at Big Yellow Dog Music that also helped connect me and Byron. So we got a co-write on the books. And, dude, I was pumped. I mean, Byron's written a bunch of hits, like Full Hearted Memory for George Strait, Born Country for Alabama, Politics, Religion, and Her for Sammy Kershaw, and a bunch more. Mm. So he's legit, right? I'm like, cool. I love this stuff. So I, I did my homework. I pulled together several ideas and lyrics that I thought he'd like. You know, studied the kind of stuff he does. Okay, what is he like? What is he not like? Okay, I'm going to go with this. So um, I really want to make a good impression on him. You know, I did not want a repeat of that bad co-write experience. Did not want that again. So when Byron asked, so, got any ideas? I was like, yes. Yes, I do. Take a big breath and, yes. and hold on. <laughs> yeah, here we go. Let me slide this across the table for you. <laughs> And uh, he ended up loving a lyric sketch that I brought him called Ring on the Bar. And we were off to the races. And I basically brought in, I think, pretty much the whole lyric, you know, on that. So he, Byron's just a melodic genius. He, so that he can do that kind of stuff all day long. So the first co-write, you know, with Byron had led to some success and more opportunity. So while Ring on the Bar hasn't been a big hit yet, it has been recorded by John Pierce when he was on RCA, James Dupre, who was on The Voice, mm. on Warner Brothers for a little bit. And so it's been a hold with some different arts, including Brad Paisley. So, uh, But the bigger thing is that Byron and I went on to write several more songs together, including the 2014 Canadian Country Music Awards Single of the Year and my first number one, When Your Lips Are So Close, with Gord Bamford. So it's yeah. a good thing I showed up with an idea on that first day. And a number one in Ireland as well. Uh, yeah, I think it was hit like some number one in some different places. Yeah. <laughs> I got a couple different places. Number one yeah. in a couple different places. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. That so suck. Uh, <laughs> I mainly watch this hemisphere. I'll be honest. Uh, it's harder to keep up with Ireland and you know France. <laughs> I know we've been same, top five same hemisphere. Right? I think, but yeah, different country. Well, <laughs> talk about the Western hemisphere. The same hemisphere is like you know North America, yeah, US, yeah. Canada, okay. yeah, mainly yeah. what. 
There That's what I'm talking about. Uh, all right. All right. <laughs> It's All the right. continent. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm a continentist. <laughs> anyway, bring this back in. All right, so it's a good thing I showed up with a, some song ideas on that first co-ride with Byron, right? Because if I'd blown that, I would have blown all those other opportunities that, that came from that. Yeah. You know, it'd be one more embarrassing story where I'm telling the story without – mention his name on the, right. you know as another fail and so that brings me the, to the point of these two stories i believe that a strong idea is just about the most valuable thing you can bring to a co-write other than chris christopherson <laughs> yeah if you can bring him bring him but other than that bring a really great idea if you can get chris in your guitar case right <laughs> go Bottom Women living. <laughs> the Doppler effect on the vocals because <laughs> he's got a beautiful voice. There's no doubt about it. <laughs> so, That's anyway. funny, dude. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you might say, well, how come, it, okay, how come these big, you know, time songwriters didn't throw out their ideas to me, right? So I got in the room with hit songwriter X and then with Byron. They didn't say, they didn't start off with like, hey, you want to hear this great idea I got? They didn't start off with that. They were like, so. You got any ideas, new guy? Yeah. Well, let's face it. You know, a great idea is pretty much the only thing a newer songwriter has to offer a season pro. Like, it's Good one of the points that dude. we have to offer. Wow. Yeah. That's, you know, your, it, that's your goal. That's what you're that's bringing. My, exactly. They don't need me for craft. They don't need me for connections. They're hits on, they already got the craft. You need them. They got the connections. I'm, you know, happy to be in the room. What do they need me for? Unless I got a record deal, you know. Right. And, and now, a caveat: it could be you bring in killer tracks, killer melodies, you know, it's something. But a lot of times, it's it's the idea. Because mm-hmm. I've heard it right. I said, just bring me the idea, and then follow me to the money. Yeah, you know. I know what to do with this great idea because I'm a pro and I've been doing this for years and I know who to get it to. Right. You know, so I'll just give me the idea and we're gone, baby. So, so on a, let, let me understand this just if I can interrupt for a second. So the first, <laughs> like the, the first moral of this story is really know what your job is at what stage of the journey that you're on. Yeah. Right. I mean, but yeah. Like, like, you like you just, what I heard you just say to me is that, you know, my value in this situation where he knows the craft, he's got mm-hmm. the connections, he's got the name that's going to help my song jump to another level. I don't get to just waltz into the room and say, well, write me a song and put my name on it. Right. Let me sit here and tell you if I like your lines or not. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 I, 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 like, I got to inspire him. I got to get him. I got to get his juices flowing, like his creative thing blowing up and then that's mm-hmm. going to turn into something that's number one going to be a beautiful relationship hopefully be a beautiful song and maybe make some money but like as you said in the case of Byron Hill turn into a couple more song rights which ended up being a number one and mm-hmm. um, and and so that but but you came prepared and yes. knowing what your job was in that function right there my job exactly. is to set him up to do yeah. his thing he's going to set him up to do yeah, and know what his thing is Right. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Oh. I want to make his day a good day and an easy day, <laughs> you know. Right. And, and, and then he has fun, right? Then if like if he leaves you that day after meeting you for the first time, he's like, "Man, that was fun." Like he came with some cool ideas, and I got to mm-hmm. do my melodic thing, and just 
boom, 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 boom. Like that's cool. Like I, I just, like, I had a good time today. Yeah, oh, I, I mean, I've had, again. <laughs> I've had artists say that. Um, that I, you know, I got to write a few songs with. It was like, man, we dig writing with you because you don't step on our lane. Like we do melodies and we know our vibe and we know our brand. And so you just bring the lyric. And so you don't step on us melodically. You let us do our vibe yeah. and you just help stir the pot lyrically. Yeah. Great. <laughs> Good. You know, if I, now that also means that, you know, somebody that was really strong melodically wouldn't have been as good of a fit, but um, yeah, bringing in those ideas has, has opened up doors for me. Like it was funny back when Carla Wallace, I mentioned her, she helped hook me up with Byron. Another person she was uh, working to hook me up with was Casey Bethard. Mm-hmm. She loved the ring on the bar idea. And that was one that she like picked up the phone or had emailed Casey. He was like, Hey, I got this guy. He's got this idea. And he liked it, you know? So we tried to get on. It didn't, didn't happen. Ended up writing it with Byron ran into Casey later. And of course, Casey's a big hit songwriter, you know, a bunch yeah. of hits. And, uh, he was like, Hey, did you ever write that ring on the bar? And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, man, I wrote with Byron Hill. He's like, Oh man, I missed out, you know? <laughs> and so I was like, yeah, you did. <laughs> and I got more. I got others. Yeah. I got some, uh, I, got, I got another one. <laughs> yeah. And, and so, you know, Carla was using that, even though I'd had Monday morning church, she was like, okay, we, we, you know, people like that, like the idea that let's, let's dangle some other carrots going. He's an idea guy. You know, to hook you up with these people, otherwise maybe you couldn't get with. You know, people like Byron, people like Casey. Mm-hmm. Um, my my brother in law Matt Klein, who we've talked about on the show, mm-hmm. he was uh, he's buddies, and he uh, was writing songs with Andy Griggs, who you've worked with. He's yep. he's a nut by the way, but he's awesome singing full. He's great. Hoot, my God, my uh, stomach hurts every time I'm around that guy because he makes me laugh. He's so, hilarious. Yeah. I have tapes. And I him think. and him and your brother in law together. Oh, it's I can't I can't hang like because they they go into a shtick, dude. Like I'm just like, do. where are the cameras? Are we on TV? Because it's like a routine, and you <laughs> think they worked it out, but they're just like doing this off the top of their head. It's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah I got to play you some work tapes later. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, um, hello, Pantheon podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So, what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. 
but I want to write with Andy, right? Because he's, you know, a, you know, she's uh, what she's more. Um, oh gosh, uh, you won't ever be lonely. Uh, you know, just a lot of a lot of cool songs, man. And, great and the singer. fact that he could sing the phone book and make you laugh. Like, oh, cry. yeah, he's great. Yeah, he's great. So I was like, I want to write with Andy. You know, my brother in law is writing with him. I want to, but I don't want to just be like, Hey, Matt, will you invite me in with Andy Griggs? I want to ride with him. I didn't want to do that, right? I didn't want to ask for a favor kind of thing. I wanted sure. to where I was doing them a favor. I want to bring value, which we talk about a lot on this podcast. I wanted to bring value, and that was going to open the door for me. That way, it wouldn't put Matt in position of going, I'll, okay, I'll ask Andy to do us a favor. So I'm like, what's he need? He's like, well, you know, tell me about him. What's he like? What's he, you know, so I was just doing my research. And so I went and I woodshedded and I came up with an idea that I thought he would dig based on his personality, kind of stuff he's doing. Do I think I know which song you're talking about? Uh, you probably do. It's on Match Record, so you pr- help produce it. <laughs> I, I help produce it. I help cut the vocals. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So, yes, it was called That's Why I Own a Gun. Yep. <laughs> and uh, how's that for country title right awesome. there? Awesome. Yeah. And so I, I framed it out. I'm like, okay, here's my title. Here's first verse, second verse, third verse kind of thing. Here's, you know, starting all up. Here's the map. Here's the vision. What do you think about it? He's like, man, I think it's cool. I think Andy will like it. Let me go take it to him. He presented the idea to Andy. Andy dug it. A couple weeks later, we're in the room writing together. Nice. I got to who I wanted to get to to write a song. I know you co-wrote that, dude. I'm so excited that you co-wrote that. Oh, yeah. I just found that out right now. That's awesome. There you go. (laughs) So, yeah. And so, yeah, Matt ended up cutting it as a duet with Andy. So, I also got, you know, Andy singing on it, which is really cool. So, another thing where the idea got me into a room. A little bit of a sidebar, you know, which is not like I showed up. I didn't have an idea, but I used the idea as bait to get into a room. As a crowbar. Yeah. to, To get in there. Oh, yeah. I might go on the stories about that, how ideas have opened up doors. But that's so a good the, episode. Write that down. There we go. Opening doors with ideas. Um, so going back to writing with the established pro, they, you know, what do they need from you? They have a more valuable name. They have more connections. They bring a higher level of songwriting skill. They just need that cool idea or fresh melody. So unless you're swinging around a big fat record deal, your job is to bring the idea or the start of a song. That they can run with. And a lot of times, more veteran writers, one thing they like about writing with, say, younger writers, is just the fresh approach, mm-hmm. the fresh language. The angle hey, and the language. Yeah. How do the kids say that these days? <laughs> you know, it's simple as that. Like, it's a, a viewpoint of a 21-year-old where they're 55 and they've been doing this for so long. And the one thing they can't do is be a 21-year-old right now. Right. So part of how they can bring that authenticity is by having you in the room and like, how do you look at the world? How do you twist phrases? How do you, what kind of ideas are relevant, you know, for now? So that's one thing you can bring that is the value of youth. Mm-hmm. You know, they bring the value of it, all that experience. You can bring the value of youth and wrap that around an idea and the way you serve it up. So, you know, if the pro has a great idea, surely he has several proven established co-writers who could write it with him. You know, why risk giving 50% of his idea to a songwriter who may not contribute very much, to a songwriter who's not proven. That's why they don't throw theirs out there. Well, dude, if I got a great idea, I'll call up Craig Wiseman, they're thinking, or I'll call up whoever. How about this? Yeah. How about take it, like, like arti- I'm going to articulate that exactly a different way. Mm. When you find yourself in the position of being a pro writer, and you're taking a writing session that you've been referred to from a brand new writer, 
you're an idiot if you bring him your best stuff. Yeah. Because because that could very well just be a person who's just, you don't know who that is. You don't know if they're just trying to glean off your off mm-hmm. your name or whatever. Like, like y- you save the good stuff, like you said. You you just, this is just good business. You save the good stuff for, I'm going to write that with Craig Wiseman. I'm going to write that with Dallas Davidson. I'm going to write that with... With with well, uh, these guys or that guys and and you know bring me something like like if, if you want me to bring you up bring me a reason to bring you up right right like yeah, I'm just, not going to provide the reason to bring you up because I don't know you from a can of paint well that and if you're more of the unknown quantity in the room yeah I'm a believer in setting your co-writer up to succeed setting them up to do what they do best yeah so. Yeah, I didn't bring a melody to Byron Hill. I brought him a lyric so he could put a great melody. I mean, he's a good lyricist too, but melodies really do that all day long. Right. So this this pro writer may not know what your thing is, where your gold is buried. Yep. So he's not going to bring you an idea that, you know, if he has a vision for it, like, oh, this would be a great Dallas Davidson thing. This would be a great Shane McAnally thing. Mm-hmm. Good. I know to go to them for their particular thing. What they do is different. And so if I want this thing, I want to take this idea because you him. Can, by the I, way, because you can research that, right? So no, yeah. no, from a, a new songwriter position, they don't have any, it, it, they're, they're going to do their research on you, but what research can they get? Is there to of? do? Yeah. <laughs> right. So they may not know exactly what it is you do and they may have heard chorus, but they don't really know what you do. And so therefore, if I throw out an idea and I've had this before, I've thrown out an idea that wasn't right for that particular co-write, like it wasn't right for the people in the room. They dug it. They thought it was a cool idea, so we wrote it, but it wasn't as cool as it could have been. Yeah. You know? And it's like, oh, why did I, you know, say that title? I should have saved it for, a, you know, a, a different set of people. And the people I was writing that particular song with, very talented, successful, have gotten cuts. So it's not because they're bad writers. They just weren't the right flavor. Let me ask you a question. Halfway, yeah. when was it during that write? When you realized I should have pitched this idea to so and so, because it was during the, the right, wasn't it? Like, no, it was the second after I said the hook. Really? Because you're like, throwing out ideas, and the entertainer in me got the better of me. I'm like they're going to think this is hilarious, and I threw it out, and danged if they didn't go, we're right in that. And then I couldn't, couldn't, I couldn't say no. You couldn't get the crap back on the horse at that point. <laughs> yeah. So it was. Even before we started writing, I was like, oh, crap. Why did I <laughs> Fair enough. We have all these other ideas that would be perfect for them. I threw out this one, which is not for them. It's barely for me. I need someone in the room that can, you know, pull right. it off. I right. can't even. You know. So, you know, so why would – and if a pro writer's, you know, throwing his best idea out to you, gosh, that's really risky. So you need to be prepared to bring your best to every co-write but, you know, you're going to know what he does, but he may not know what you do. Um, and let me tell you, it's, it's a lot more fun and profitable when you have a strong answer for the got any ideas question. You know, and I want you to be prepared when that question comes your way because I want you to get in the, those rooms where people are asking you, you got any ideas? Because you're riding with people that are further up the food chain than you. Mm-hmm. I want you to be prepared for that. And that question doesn't need a good answer only if you get a pro co-write. I mean, the question comes up pretty much in every co-write, right? Every time you step in a writing room, you have the opportunity to blow away your co-writer or to blow an opportunity. You know, you can bring a great gold nugget or nothing, Yeah. you know? And, and 
I, all I know is feeling like I have a stack of strong ideas allows me to walk in any room with co-write, uh, any co-write with confidence. Now, we might not always write my idea, but I come prepared, and my co-writers know it, and they appreciate it. Yep. They'll and that energy, you just have that energy when you walk in, when you know that you're prepared. You're, you're, there's an intangible force that you bring into that room, and they feel they can feel that on a lot of different other frequencies than just when you dole out. Well, you know what that's been? Being a pro. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're not just yeah. prepared, you're prepared. <laughs> you <know? laughs> that's right. <laughs> it's... A pro knows a pro, and if you walk in and you're like, "Hey, I got this stuff, this, this, and this," you know, then the, even if they don't, even if you don't have a stack of cuts to your name or or credits, you just come off more professional, especially yep. if they're good ideas and well thought out, or melodically, or you know, whatever your thing is that you bring. Not everyone's going to be the idea guy. Save that for me. But you know, whatever your thing is, if you can come in with several things that you do well that you can kick off the right with. It's a good thing. Yeah. But don't force your ideas. You know, you may write something else, but it's good to have those. Love it. Yeah. So, especially, man, starting off. You know, if you get in a good flow with some co-writers, you may be able to walk in and go, I got nothing. Let's talk life and we'll find it. Mm-hmm. But you've got to kind of earn that spot. I'm not going to walk in to a first co-write with Rodney Clawson and go, man, I'm just a little dry right now. What, what you got, Rodney? Yeah. <laughs> he yeah. said like 20 number ones, whatever. He's like, what I got is another writing session with uh, Dallas Davidson. I'll, I'll talk to you later. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What I got, well, I guess I got a free day. <laughs> I got a later. free day. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I'm not going to hang with you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Why? <laughs> I love that, man. That makes sense. Um, You'll regret not bringing this to your next co-write. All right. Strong idea. Strong Do your idea. homework. Do your homework. I mean, that's the thing. It's all about bringing value. Know, and know what it is for you, what your strength is, and bring whatever it is you're strong in. And know what their melody. strength is. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, that's part of you know a good relationship. You have complementary strengths. I try to do that as much as possible when I'm setting up rights for my artists. Like, I, you know... If I'm bringing you in as a lyricist, I don't want to bring in another lyricist. I want to bring in a melody person, you know, mm-hmm. and try to make sure that the the pairing, it's like a fine wine with a, a meat, right? Like, <laughs> right? I want to make sure it's all going to work together. <laughs> exactly, yeah. I got mushrooms and apples. All right. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> that's yeah, yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right, man. So, Brent, that's not all we got. No, no. It, while this is a topic, you know, and I said, I want you to have the confidence and I, I want you to get positive results too. So I want your co-writers to be glad they showed up with you to write. And I don't want you to have to go through all the years of trial and error and the occasional embarrassing co-write like I did. So I have a, a free video training for you guys. And it's called findinggreatsongideas.com. Oh, now, and it's no I, charge. No charge. It's free. It's an hour of me diving in with a, a small group of students, other songwriters, and revealing techniques that I use to generate song ideas, techniques that you can use to get results, to come up with more and better song ideas. So findinggreatsongideas.com. Go there. You know, Tell me where to send the link. I'll send it to you. You get an hour video training 
for me and, and a group and get hear the interaction and stuff and um, help you. You know, you still got to do the work. I don't just list great song ideas for an hour. I'm not going to write I, your songs for you. Exactly. <laughs> I'm not giving you a fish. I'm trying to teach you how to fish. <laughs> That's right. So definitely check it out. Uh, people have been getting good results from it. I know people, you know, use it. I had somebody, uh, he uh, he emailed me the other day. He's one of the guys in the songwriting pro community. And he's like, man, I was looking through some old stuff, some brainstorming stuff. And, and, uh, and I saw this thing and I thought, oh, that's must have been one of the examples or something that Brent used in one of his, you know, in one of the classes or whatever. He goes, and I looked at it a little bit further. I was like, no, that's something I came up with in one of your exercises. Sweet. <laughs> Cha-ching. Yeah. Smarter than I thought. It's awesome. That's a great story, dude. One hour of free training. People, from a hit songwriter, if you don't do this, I mean, you're mm-hmm. a moron. Like you, you got to do it. Like like, what have you got to lose? Like you're not going to come out of that and not learn something. You even if you know everything, you're going to get validation. Like I'm on the right track, you know. And yeah. uh, you're probably most likely going to pick up a whole bunch of stuff that's going to be beneficial to your career. So fantastic. Tell your friends. Tell your co-writers that way they can bring in better ideas too. You'll be helping yourself in the long run. What's the so link? One more time. Share it. FindingGreatSongIdeas.com FindingGreatSongIdeas.com Alright, that brings us to the end of another killer episode of The Climb. You just got schooled. We hope that helps out. We're here to help. We want you to win, guys. Keep on climbing. And we'll see you at the top. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.